Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Heard around the world on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue. And Joe well, hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue, alongside of me is Mr. Joe Grande, and you are now tuned in to the greatest cannabis show on the planet. That's right, folks. Thank you all for listening to our podcast all around the world. Make sure you check out the website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we are the world's number one source yes. for everything cannabis with so many great articles and blogs on there for you to check out. Make sure you give us a call anytime, 1-800-420-1980. And I want to thank everybody who called for the voicemails, man. There was over 100 voicemails. Man. Goldie, thank you for putting that together. That was hot. That was just fun to listen to right there. Thank yeah. you so much, folks. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And funny, man, every single memory I was able to pull out of my ass, too, which was like crazy. Like, Literally. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah, exactly. Pulling them out in a class ring and everything else. But yeah. thank you guys all for calling. 1-800-420-1980 is the number there. Check out our yeah. IG pages at Cannabis Talk 101. Blue is at the number one, Christopher Wright. Hello. And I am at Joe Grande 52. 52. Literally. That's so funny. <laughs> just the literally part was just, I don't know why I seen all kinds of stories coming out. Like the visual of Good that was job, amazing. Joe. Happy Turn, birthday, yeah, man. exactly. It never ends. Turn the typical into something special, folks. When it comes to infused products, the flavor you taste should be just as enjoyable is the feeling that you experience visit the website loranoils.com yeah, today on the podcast she's okay. not miss cinco de mayo but she is to me boy i'll tell you right now Yee! this one right here is special because we're excited to welcome our next lovely guest because we admire her hustle as well as her abilities to entertain and capture the hearts of all the listeners throughout all her beautiful content that she puts out there mala munoz yeah. is a comedian writer beautiful person inside and out and a podcaster from los Los Angeles. See, she is the creator and host of Marijuanier. Hold on. Hold on. I got to say it right because I heard it like 30 times when I watched the videos. Marijuanier. The song. Say it again for me. It's Marijuanera. 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 I watched your video when you were down there. I watched it. I heard the song do it. I was I had it. And then I don't know why when I read it, it's harder to read than to just say it and repeat it. Marijuanera. Yeah. Marijuanera. But it has a flow. It's like poetry. Marijuanera. Well, yeah. And actually, in the, the song, when you're in the pink, yeah. oh, the pink dress, I think you were in or something like that. It was a, it was a blue Ooh, and okay. green Maybe it wasn't even you I was watching. Set. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> it was a different Hold artist what entirely. Is, yeah, it was somebody else completely. The website's pink. That's the what website it is. is that's pink. what it's yes, pink. There we go. Marijuanera. And that's really cool. So like I said, she has a podcast for Podheads. And has been featured in Variety, Allure, and the LA Times. She's been recognized by so many folks, you guys. Be sure to visit the Chatterbox in Covina, 
California out there by where Daniel lives. Go by, pick up a sack as well if you need one on your way over there every Thursday night where she's the host of the Comedy Open Mic. So you can see her work over there. And her website is L-A-C-A-T-O-R-A radio.com. La Catoria Radio. It's Locatora Radio. Locatora. You can see our Spanish Locatora is horrible. Radio. Blue gets to repeat it and sound like he knows what he's saying. <laughs> I get to look like the fucking dumb Mexican. That you know what I mean? Gets no, listen. To- <laughs> I love pochos. Like you're. This That's is us. My people. I feel yeah. at home. I'm comfortable here. Well, Joseph yeah. Lopez. You I mean, know yeah, that? my real last name is. My no, that my mom was ESL, but like mijo, no cabron, you ain't speak. We're not speaking Spanish. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually, would teach you because they got treated so bad, and I yeah. was like, "Yeah, that's me too." My and family so, like, too. my Spanish is like horrible. Which yeah, now and now we're like, "You fucking idiots! You should have taught us Spanish." We're we'll double dipping right now. I can't even hear him. Is that yeah, Mike yeah. even on? I don't know. Yeah. Goldie's over there texting his girlfriend. And, you know and, uh, and it's funny because as as Mala, you say that like all my life, right? Joseph Lopez is my real full name, right? Mm-hmm. And. Yo hablo español un poquito. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I could say that. Or my mom, dame besito. Quienes lonjas? Like, you know, she's, God, cabrón, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I mean? We just, I'd screw around like that. Or my parents would hide everything from us in Spanish. Yeah. Like, you know, they talked to each other in Spanish. All the secrets were in Spanish. And, and my mom, like I said, was ESL. So, and she was light complected, lighter than even me. And so nobody would ever even know that she was so fluent in Spanish like that, right? So she would just riff and like with my aunts and everybody else. But when it came to us... We're like, well, like I huh? said, it, it's I th- Spanglish. We speak Spanglish. Do you, exactly. But you do that on the show, right? Oh, it's, absolutely. It's tons of Spanglish. I speak hablo pocha, you know, like my Spanish is effed up, but I'm fourth generation. Like my my great grandparents on my dad's side are the ones that migrated here from Chihuahua to Bakersfield. But like, can you right. talk, talk? Like, can you have a conversation? Sí, puedo hablar. Con lo demás, con todo el mundo. That's what I'm saying. I Puedo you, comunicarme. Yeah, you say you're fourth generation, and we're, I'm like second, yeah. and I still can't even talk like that. You know what I mean? I could sound like I can't for a little bit. You asked me one or two yeah, questions, but, but so and it, I could sound like it, but it, then that's it. Where, where are your parents from? My dad is from Nebraska. My mom's from Los Angeles, but wow. like the family originated from Mexico. Did your dad speak Spanish? Yeah, he spoke a little bit of Spanish too, but mostly but, American Indian. I'm a 40% Native American, so 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 I I mean I think it's it's my dad. My dad you know didn't speak very much Spanish at all. But my mom spoke fluent. That's the first language. And I think what happens is, is when they marry out of like their own culture, one of the two cultures takes takes president. Which means that like either you're going to start speaking all fluent Mexican Spanish or all fluent English English, right? And I think just and again, my grandfather from Puerto Rico. I'm Puerto Rican. Is you know was was literally preached to our 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 parents on the way here from. Puerto Rico when they got to New York when they got to to, to Long Beach and, and and then eventually into Norwalk yeah, they didn't have down to come here. to Ellis Island <laughs> we no, just came it, across the border <laughs> yeah yeah it, 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 straight up they didn't have to but yeah, they, yeah, you exactly. know what I mean but but at the same thing though it's it's all the way here they're having that conversation about you know listen um, we're only going to speak English to our, our kids which, yeah. which unfortunately it, it's sad you know what I mean there was a lot it, of it takes violence. Away our culture yeah they used to hit kids in school my dad would tell me that in school in Kern County, he was born in 1952 in Bakersfield, that they would put kids in special education tiers and special ed classes. Yeah, if they spoke in Spanish accents, like it was almost interpreted as like a mental handicap. No, 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 that's not ESL. No. That's that's special ed. Those are the classes you went to. Social, emotional, (laughs) recreational, vocational, educational If you had a Spanish accent, they put you in the special ed classes like you had a mental disability. Yeah, I I was in it. It It's called serve at my school. 
It was called social emotional recreation. I think you were in there for a different reason. It wasn't because you spoke Spanish. No, we established it, it that. Because, that was something else. No, it was because it was. Uh, I think it was because I was hoodie. But all the Hispanic kids were in there that were hoodie. So we were all in this little class called Serve. But I'm assuming that's the same class. But either way, I get what you're saying. I, I think that it wasn't. It wasn't the same. But let's talk about your history for a second. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you said Bakersfield. You grew up in oh, Bakersfield? Oh, yeah. No, 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 not me. Home, <laughs> My you... dad's from Bakersfield. I grew up in, in L.A. in the San Gabriel Valley. Okay. Um, the mm, No, the 626. The oh, San Gabriel, San Gabriel Valley. Valley. By the Pasadena. Other, Just the past Pasadena, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What city? Yeah. What city? <laughs> no, no, no. Pas- Pasadena and San Gabriel. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'm on the Pasadena no, on the side of the side. valley. I'm on the nicer side. <laughs> Sorry. <players. laughs> I had a house in Monrovia at one point right there well, off Covina Mountain. Covina doesn't and, uh, count, yes. okay? <laughs> no, I love Covina. I go out to Covina to work out my all my comedy, all my material at the Chatterbox. Like, nice. That's home base. I nice. love. So Covina, I have a lot of love for Covina. Yeah, the whole San Gabriel Valley is yeah, cool. Yeah, the whole country. <laughs> the entire world like you is all, the best. You've no, all but, made it. But it's very, it's very cool and different, though, compared to, like you say, though, the valley. The valley is just a little bit different than that other valley right there right? oh yeah it has its own personality its own history the cities are different the food like even the different like cultural communities little enclaves are very different from valley to valley on sunday i was at the santa anita racetrack I love the Santa Anita Mall. I love the Santa Anita Mall. That mall's grown so much. Yeah. It's well, growing crazy. up, that was my favorite mall to shoplift from. Oh, I was nice. at the Nord. I was at that Nordstrom's like it was my job. I was walking out of there with wedges in my backpack. And that's why that's we're I was lying. And you know what? Mine was growing up called Eastridge. So Eastridge Mall was my mall that we used to go to, and then even the Mervin Mervins that was Mervins. right by the house. You remember Mervins? Mervins is oh, a throwback. God, I we miss used to Mervins. hit Mervins so hard back in Hell that yeah. way. Did you get arrested there? I didn't, but the funniest part is we lived around the block from that Mervin's and we used to have these walkie-talkies that would actually overhear the security and my boy Mateo and my brother went there one time in Tamua, La Fossa, and all three of them got busted and I heard him get arrested. You were listening. <laughs> were, they, were they all Samoans? No, Tamua was the Samoan, my brother was the Mexican, and Mateo was the white boy. So it was a three-man nice. three crew that went that time. That's a fun little Three Amigos trio. Yeah, there. in the neighborhood on the east side, that was, you know, and Mateo was the white guy that was the rapper, too, of all, because, you know, when you're rapping on the east side of San Jose, it's like, you know, Mexicans, Blacks, Samoans, and others, the whites were basically did a his, minority. Did his parents name him Mateo? Yeah. Mateo Lee. Oh, Mateo. Mateo, what we Mateo. used to rap, so Mateo used to call oh. him. Mateo was his name, and it, it was funny. We <laughs> and Mateo was his name. We used to call him Ugg at front because his last name was Lee, so ugly would be. Rest in peace, good old Mateo. Another one that partied a little too hard. So what high school? What high school did you have? I attended the Polytechnic School in Pasadena, California. Oh, smarty darling. pants over is here. That, is that a, is that that's not continuation, honey? No, because at our school they called it Columbo Tech. You know what I mean? Columbus Tech. A little different. Which is actually no, that's actually a privileged school to go to, right? Yeah, that was right. one of those like you, you went to that school is that because school. you want to do excel in other uh, things besides. She's an intelligent player. Well, I mean, you're learning other things at that type of school. So it's a it's an independent school, and it was founded in like 1912, 1908. It was founded on the Caltech campus and it was called the Throop Institute and then from the Caltech campus it moved across the street to its current location and it's a K through 12 
independent school. It's a private school. And you stayed there the whole time and never got kicked out? No, I never got kicked out. I got detention once because once I got my car, I stopped going to first period. I was like, I'm just going to show up whenever I want. Um, they were like, well, you know, we love you. You're our scholarship Mexican. You know, we love you, but we got to give you detention because you need to come to class at 8 a.m. I'm like, all right, fine. Am I yelling? Am I shouting? No, that's a good okay, thing. Yeah, you're like you're it, really yeah. getting into it. I got it. I got excited. You oh. know, <laughs> so was that was like, my Whoa. one. No, I was a theater kid. Like I did musicals. I did plays like I was on the debate team. Like I ran cross country. I was in dance class and no, I was very was busy in theater. Um, man, you know, we did this play called The Man Who Came to Dinner, and it's like an old play, like from like the 40s or something, like very old English proper, you know, standard Atlantic yes. dialect, like the whole thing, you know, it's very fun, very Fraser, very Niles, you know. Yes. It's, and that it's was very hilarious. That was done well. I like it. it thank good. you. Thank you. Thank you. That was yeah. well characterized. And then, and then, so you enjoyed that one the best? Yeah, that one was super fun because like you're in dialect and you're speaking this very different type of English, but it's comedy and I'm a comic. Back then I was a child, right? I was like 14, 15. But still having fun at that young age. But I was still a a comedian on the inside, a budding comic. Like I always got cast in like the comic relief, the kind of character roles, like in the musicals. I was like, you know, um, in the, oh God, uh, how to succeed in business without really trying. I got cast as this, as this character, Hedy LaRue, and she was kind of like a spoof of Hedy Lamar. So kind of like a big boobed bimbo, like s- singing funny songs with a lisp and, nice. you know, like things like that. So yeah. You enjoyed it. Oh, I had so much fun. I loved so it So you had so big much. boobs in high school already? Oh yeah, definitely. Like my Thea one time when I was a kid said to me, she was like, I didn't have curves like that till I was six months pregnant. Yeah, right. <laughs> she doesn't talk like that, but in my head, but like that's yeah, how that's it sounded. That's it came out. That's what it came out. <laughs> it, had to be cra- it has to be crazy when you're a young girl like that and get hit on like this because I can only By my imagine- Thea, and that was my Thea. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you see girls nowadays like, you know, you just see even your buddy's daughters or whatever, right? And like I have buddies that, you know, their daughters are 13, 14, 15, like- Dude, what is wrong? What, what? Look at her. If you don't know who that is, if that's your daughter walking across the street, you double look at it. Like, it's terrible. It's well, hard chi- for you well, girls. Well, not children. <laughs> Leave the kids alone. I'm just saying, you don't know what but somebody yeah. is from a distance. High school, junior high. It's hard for you girls. You're like, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to be, um, you know, a, a pubescent adolescent. Yes, it's a very complicated experience. I'm worried for my daughters. <laughs> As yeah. you should be. <laughs> As you old, should be. My oldest one went through it, and now my younger one's 10, and I'm going, oh, my God, how long? Yes. She wants to dance all crazy and do the dropping like it's hot. I'm like, hi. And, and, she, and she should. Bless her heart. God yeah, bless fun. her heart. Bless We're her sitting soul. here with Mala Munoz, <laughs> yes. comedian, actress, yes. all the above. You know what time it is, right, folks? Dime time. That's right. Think higher with Dime Industries. Find them in California, Arizona, Oklahoma. Check them out online at dimeindustries.com or on IG. Yeah. Dime.industries. We're going to come back. We're going to learn more about Mala and her podcast and what the hell the LA Times had to say about her. Keep it <laughs> locked. Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Hey, guys. I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. 
Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. The Bear Flag Group, you guys, is your white label partners. They're known to be on time, accurate, and do quality co packaging. They've been launching brands in California since 2015. And at the Bear Flag Group, they do what they say they're going to do. Go check them out online, bearflaggroup.com. Now, Mala, I mentioned last that the LA Times wrote something up about you. I mean, that's a big, big publication. You know what I mean? And for you to get in it now, being a young Latina, from the San Gabriel Valley, what did they feature on you or what has been your big forte in that? Yeah, so shout out Stephanie Mendez, the journalist who wrote uh, a feature about my podcast, Locatora Radio, that my co-host Diosa Femme and I have been producing and hosting since 2016. We've been self-produced, indie all these years. I mean, you guys have like 170 some podcasts if I'm not mistaken, right? We have We have two podcasts. Okay, because I seen a big number that you guys had out there, like a lot of. There's a lot. Oh, of like them. Da- oh, like we have like a lot of downloads yeah. and listeners and followers number, number and stuff. Shows. I think you're asking how many shows. Like a number of shows. Like you guys oh, have like a lot episodes. of shows. Yeah, episodes. Thank yeah. you. Oh sure, yeah. Oh yeah, yes. We have like almost two hundred. Yeah. Um, and growing, right? So yeah, we got to keep going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You have to keep putting out episodes. Content's and key. Content is everything. So that was the that was the article in our origins and why we podcast and. We've been interviewing a lot of really cool Latinas over the years, so we like to interview Latinas at the very beginning of their career. So one of our favorites to talk about is a model, Vanessa Romo. She's from Whittier. And when we interviewed her, you know, she was posting photos to her Instagram. And then she got cast on Nuestra Belleza Latina. And then she later down the road, like she has walked in two separate Rihanna Savage Fenty shows. Uh, she's been on the cover of Vogue Mexico. She's a Wilhelmina model in New York City. Nice. You know, and we interviewed her when so she you know was. So you to spot him. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have an eye for talent in the community. It's good. And we already know that journalists are not going to write about you unless you've already been doing things for a long time or you get a publicist. So with the podcast, we wanted to, like, catch them early and, like, break the story. And then we catch up with them later. You know, where are they now kind of stuff. So it's been six years, seven years, and now we're an iHeart show with the Michael Tura Network. That's right. You're with our partner there. That's right. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. You guys get signed that. to that. You know, it's funny. I, I caught an, a talent for a young Latina one day, and I've watched her grow and brought yeah. her in. This is true. And uh, it's a truth story. I don't know if you ever heard of the girl Angela Johnson. Oh, yeah. Comedian Angela Johnson, of so course. So I brought her and let her, live with, let her live with me at my home in Monrovia in the 626. Hey. And uh, from there, she got her... A comedy debut did the nail salon skit while living with me 
and blew up ever since. I married her to her husband, Manuel. I was the ordained minister to do all that. No. He introduced me to her. Hello. Yeah. Wow. Real? That's real talk. That is She's, wild. And in awesome. San Jose, when I met, when I went there, because I was already working at Power 106, she goes, Joe, I want to move to LA. Go, you know what's funny? I go, I see talent in you. I see it. Come on, let's go. Come live with me. So had you you had seen her do her stand-up? You saw her perform? That, that's my little cousin. I mean, I just know her forever. You know what I mean? She's so it's cousin. like been like I seen the talent come live with me. Oh, you're in literally LA. related. So it's yeah, like come he, live with but me. But he pulled her out though. Out of San Jose. Out of San Jose. I'm from San Jose too. And he was there and he was like, boom, and she wanted to come out and then they started living together here, working on comedy. Before she had like anything. That. She wasn't doing she didn't come she out here to like do comedy. You Interesting. Yeah. It was like she came out here to, to bust out in the acting world and then that and she's been, you know, and honestly, you know, um, you know, my last joke that I cracked her didn't work out very well. Angela, so <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? I still ain't got a call from you since. You know what I mean? I she just had her baby shower in San Jose. Uh, that, and I wasn't invited. Yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? I didn't go to that oh. one either. She's going to have one okay, out here. Cool. May, I think May, or whatever it is. I got, I'm hosting, um, she's doing a game show part of it and I'm hosting the game show part of it. So. Cause as a, as a, as a, uh, a comedian, right. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't people just like naturally start trying to crack jokes and shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. uh, you're like, no, you know, mostly family. Honestly, like ever since I started doing standup, I go home and my mom and my, my tios and my tias are like, Hey, I thought of this. Da, 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 da. You can use it. Everyone's you can have pitching it. their ideas to they're you, right? They're like, you can keep that one. You can use that and one. And they're like, they really just heard it off somebody else and you're going to get busted for it. <laughs> they're like, right? Damn. No, my, my tia did give me kind of a funny one the other day. She was like, hey, mija, like, try, like, listen to this. She goes, I was walking down the street and I found a $100 bill. And I thought, what am I going to do with this? I need to do the Christ-like thing. So I went to the liquor store and turned it into wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not bad. That's a good one. It's, yeah. I said, Thea, that's not that, bad. I just not, might use that's it. That's not bad. With your permission. That <laughs> you I mean, and bad. not only that, that's kind of like a real one. That that's, I that's a, a real one. joke. Yeah, pull that one right into wine. And baby. I've never heard that. I mean, it's, it's a very good yeah. using what it's been used yep. for. And, yep. and after I got drunk, I said my blessings and we were out. <laughs> <laughs> but my family's funny. Prayer. My family, they like to, I grew up in a lot of, they like to sit around and tell Crack stories jokes. and banter. It's a nice. lot of back and forth. And a lot breaking in Spanish. bread, like eating and having drinks and just- Did the family smoke weed too, or did you say no. that one uncle that did or nobody that did? I'm I'm the uncle that smokes weed. <laughs> oh, really? You're I'm the, the weed only, uncle. You're the only one that like, oh no, mija smoky mota. Yeah. But I took it really far. I like started a podcast and a show and a brand and I call myself La Marihuanera. Like, yeah. I really so what did they say to, to that? I mean, I know because that's like the devil in some Mexican households. Yeah, you know, I didn't really tell them at first. I just did it because I'm not a child, so I can do whatever I want, you know. So I just put. But and still, it's, a lot of Mexican folks, no matter what. I mean, I'm sure. Oh, truly. You know, well, like, oh, I gotta still keep that a secret. It's it's one of those things where it's like this is my job, like this is what I do, and they don't discuss their jobs with me. <laughs> like never have they ever come home and said, you know, this is this is why I do the work that I do, or this is what I'm I did today at work, like. So for me, it's like, this is my job and, and we're in California and it's a legalized industry and I personally have no qualms about it. I've like shown it to them little by little, like what I want to show to them. I keep that kind of curated, but it's also become so successful and it's doing so well. The podcast won a Gotham audio honor and I've, I was, I've been in variety in print because of the Marijuanera podcast. Like I flew nice, to New York dude. City to the Gotham Film and Media Institute to like accept an honor for the show. That's dope. Congrats. Thank I you. Love that. I love yeah. that. 
Thank you. It's really exciting. Yeah, it is. I, and I, I love that it's being seen in an artistic lens by like arts institutions like Gotham and Variety. Yeah. And for me, um, I believe in doing things with excellence. And I, I do like I went to Tufts University in Massachusetts. Like I have a degree in American studies. I used to be a teacher at an all girls school. Like I worked at a rape crisis center for several years. Good like I I'm a highly educated person. And so I insert that into whatever it is I'm doing, even if it is Marijuana, a podcast for potheads. Well, it, it's it, going to be done well. Well, people forget that there's the business, right? Like, yeah. You know, like, you know, a lot of people listen to a show and they're like, oh, these guys are idiots. And then that's their judgment, you know? Of course. But, but they, you know, if in order to produce a show, to get it done, to actually create content, to do all the stuff that you're doing, it's a full-on business. And, 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 and even if it's in your bedroom, by the way, do you know what yeah, I mean? Because it, it, even sometimes it's even harder when it's in your bedroom because, you know, because you're building this in your mind and then you're starting to develop it on, on paper and then put it into it. And I, I get a lot of people forget this, especially in, in um, you know, uh, in in our culture, you know, because I look at it like, uh, you know, when you look at Hispanics or, or you know, uh, just uh, people of color, right? I think that there's a lot of, it's easy to be like, oh, they're not doing shit. They're just smoking weed. Very easy and, to do And we're do like, that. what are you talking about? Bro? Right. Are, are your fuck? shows hood like, because you know, you're, you're you know. a chick that smokes weed, so <laughs> yeah. therefore she's a gangbanger. Right. We're gangbangers. Yeah. We're the next Cheech and Chong. Yeah, which Every, is cool, there's always but, you know. that, that, that stigma to it, you know, and, and again, I don't think that, like, unless you know, like, you know, if you're part of us in that world of like mm -hmm. people that are really developing content that are really putting it in, no one could really understand it until you're doing it, you know? Yeah, and it's there's like, the finished product, it seems because it's done well, it seems easy to yeah. the viewer. Yeah. So folks don't understand all the mechanics, the writing, the producing, the pitching, the meetings, the notes. The, the arguments, the sad days, the, the losses, the wins, the, the, you know, the financial crises, the successful mm -hmm. days, the parties, the drugs, the alcohol. How did you come up with a name? Like, what made you draw that name out of you? Marijuanera. So I just always loved the word. I always thought it was such a funny word and such a cool word. And I love that it has this stigma attached. Like, señoras will use that word in a very disdainful way. Like, esa pinche marihuanera. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. not a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> in that world, you're right, right? It's like, not uh, a compliment. The way you say it like I that just it. totally sounds like, oh, I heard that. But it before. is, though. It, it, it's a... It's a it's Entre nos between us, you know, between stoners, like, you know, we can call each other potheads and marihuaneros and whatever. Yeah. And um, I realized, like, there's a lot of Latinas who smoke. And sometimes we're the only one in our family who smokes or the only one in our friend group who smokes. There's a lot of us. It's still very masculine sure. cannabis. So a lot of us smoke in secret or by ourselves. So I'm like, this is a whole subculture. Like, let me bring them out. And they, they come out because they want to meet other women who smoke, you know, they want to hang out. You know, I, I like that and I applaud you for that. And, and, you know, it's almost like taking a stance and, and it is not almost you're taking a stance against, you know, the, the, the negativity and just putting it and straight the culture. In, and putting it straight in your face going, look, wait, boom. So when you when you talk about that for a second, what is the show? culture about like tell us a little bit about how the show you know is after this break it's cannabis talk 101 we'll be right back hey. we'll be right back with cannabis talk 101 hey guys i'm home everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker 
Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Turn your typical into something special, folks. When it comes to infused products, the flavor you taste should be just as enjoyable as the feeling you experience. Visit the website, LorraineOils.com. I want to thank everybody around here that makes everything happen. Jorge, Marcus, Mondo, Teddy the Show Dog, Isaiah, Cassie, Daniel, Diego, Jessica, Cam, Beach Bar, Salar, Ali, Goldie, Pitt, Mark Carnes, Chris Franchino, Jennifer, the girl right next to me, my lovely Erica, and Elvis. And Erica, I invited you in here because... Our guest was saying something, Mala Munoz, about how she's the only girl in her family that smokes weed, being a Latina. I thought of you instantly, and I'm wondering, are you the only girl in your family that smokes weed, and what do your parents think about you smoking? Uh, My sister smokes weed, too, but as far as I know, we're the only two, because I don't trust my primas. I think they're going to snitch. Do they smoke, though? I don't you don't I know. Don't, I don't think so. You don't it think so. Seem like they don't, and they. I feel like they. I don't get the vibe where I could be like, "Oh, do you smoke?" You would know. Yeah. So I think it's just me and my sister, and my parents hate it. They don't know my sister smokes. Do they know I you work smoke? Here, yeah, I work here. Like, I always have weed. They always like smell it. So at some point, it was just like, yeah, I smoke. What do they call you? Erica. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're nice about it. Yeah. They're nice about They're like, it. Uh, yeah, because a lot of the Hispanic families so call you out. You know what I mean? Thank you, so. Erica. I was just curious because Thank you, I could Erica. see you guys. I could see Mala and you being like cousins or something like that. Your little cousin over there Home going. girls. Exactly, Hell right? Yeah. And I'm wondering, <laughs> going, uh, and I know Jennifer, she doesn't care. She's been smoking for so long. It's part of her medicine. Well, no, when family. she first came in 12 years ago or 10 years ago, whatever it's they been. They didn't know, I'm sure, huh? No, no. They, they hated it. Jennifer's family. Is? Yeah, she oh, didn't tell her that. parents where she worked for like three years. <laughs> Straight up, yeah, her dad sometimes. was her dad was at Toyota in in West Covina or whatever, mm. and she's just like I think it was Toyota or something like that or Nissan. But he, she was like, I'm, you know, he's like, I can't tell my dad. I, there's no way, you know what I mean? And right. then I remember that, and I'm finally it's just like, okay. Then she's she's like, I, I said, you're just telling me you're doing production, right? Like, you know, you're not you're not you're, selling weed here. Yeah, we're not selling weed. weed but, but but that's not the 
again, even like when people walk in here, like I think a lot of people are like, oh, this is drug money. You know what I mean? Sure, that's right, that's their first thought. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like, man, you know. Well. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I wish it was, baby. I that, wish it stayed drug money so we yeah, had more money. If, we, if it was drug money, we'd be doing a lot better. <laughs> uh, and, and if I have to go back to slanging, I will. How about that? You know what I'm saying? I ain't afraid. Might go back um, to slanging, yeah, yeah, yo. Through the mayo. No. <laughs> You know we're um, some old school hip hop heads when we bring up yeah. things like that that come up in our heads when we think. Yeah, most of you guys are like, what are they talking about? What song like, was that? Don't uh, study yeah. hip hop kids. Yeah, that was a uh, <laughs> that was my first platinum record. Exactly, Mala. So Blue was asking you about the show too, and you guys are. I remember you hearing already saying that you're, you're interviewing. You know, young, new, random talent. What else can they get on this podcast? Yeah, what, tell us about, like, what is the story baseline of, of your show? Yeah, so Mighty One Edda Podcast for Podheads. It's my comedy cannabis show. The first season is a lot of uh, sketches, skits, voiceovers, characters, accompanied with interviews from a lot of Latinas in the cannabis industry. Uh, so Jasmine Aguiar is who's here today. Shout out Jasmine. Hey, Jazz. Yeah. Love is that, Jasmine. Love Jazz. Jazz is amazing. Jasmine was actually the very first interview on the very first episode of Mighty Juanetta podcast for Potheads. So folks like Jasmine who've been in the industry a long time and making waves and and really and an setting a for course. you guys too. She loves you guys. Yeah. She's out pushing. She's pushing hard. 100%. And so uh, folks like Jasmine to like now season three, which I'm launching 420, 2023. Um, the brand new season is coming out. I'm interviewing a lot more comedians. So I have like Jesus Trejo is on there. Saul Trujillo from the comedy store and more. <laughs> you have to tune in though. So Can't uh, tell yeah. We know yeah. a few. We do, know, do you we interview know them in character or are you just interviewing them like this? Or like, what is the theme and more, like, more of what it is? Yeah. So, um, you know, Locatora, my first podcast with Diosa is with iHeart, but Marihuanera is still indie. It's just me. So I record on Zoom in my house and we light up and my guests are on Zoom in their house and we do our interview and, and that's that. I do my in-person stuff with the Jokes and Tokes comedy show that I produce and host at the Artistry Studio Lounge in West Hollywood. So Jokes and Tokes is the last Saturday of every month. I host, I bring a lineup of comics, and then there's a free bong bar um, sponsored by Umo and Mota Glass. Are you familiar with like Citric and Concrete and all those guys? Yes, Concrete Live. Yeah, yes. you know all those guys? Those are all my boys. I've, I grew up with those guys. You know what I mean? We, we all used to rap and play in the streets together. You know, so. I've I've been following them for years, but I've never met them. Okay, yeah, those yeah. are good friends of ours. I mean, I could t tee up those those relationships. I mean, like I said, I've I've known them since like we were. I don't know. I want to offer us to help you too, because not only do you have pretty nails, your attitude is fucking fantastic. Thank you. I love the way you speak, your vibe. I love what I watched on you online as well. And I love that you had an advocate over there that's I like as well, who's been pushing you. And this is my She's first time meeting you, but like you're you're. You just have this good vibe about yourself, good aura. You know what I mean? Like Thank I just you. want to be around you more for some weird reason. I appreciate that. And she's confident. That. Yeah, that's uh, what it is. You're just I, confident, I, I like strong. This, she's confident. Yeah, she sit behind there like. I mean, Goldie was saying your breath was bad, but you know that's Goldie. <laughs> you know Goldie does. He goes, Joe, don't get too close to her breath. That, is humming. That, was, that was me. I, I, I was just. I was. I said. I, Go! Go! Okay, there it is. There it is. I thought he was trying to be a comedian, which I, I just like throwing Goldie under the bus. Everybody we bring on the show, though, Mala, we got to do the high, high five, five with them. So we're going to ask you five simple, fun questions, and you get to give us the answers and have some fun with this. How Love old was the first time, Mala, you smoked cannabis, and where did you get it from? I want to say I was 17, and it was at a sleepover 
with three of my friends from high school. And so the girl who lived there, her par- private school. Yeah. Her parents. <laughs> yeah. Her parents were very like, as long as you do it in the it house, was. sweetie, like as long as you're in the house, it's all good. So she's like in the house. OK. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and I talk about this actually on the first episode of Marihuanera. It's called um, Getting High and Kissing Girls because that's ha- the same night. <laughs> yeah. So we, we what we did first was we killed a big bottle of Patron first, but we were committed. Mm. We were like, we got to smoke this weed. We're committed to smoking this weed. So we got very crossfaded and then we all made out and it was very fun. So nice. that was my introduction. <laughs> that was my first nice. time smoking Can, You guys want to do a sleepover? <laughs> <laughs> hey, where are those Can girls at now? Can we hang out? <laughs> <laughs> Can they all come to the studio? Yeah, no. Pull the bottle out. Yeah, this would be a fun weekend. We're all old. Um, you know, that, you know it's, it's funny because I think um, it's, it's, you know, it's very uh, interesting that you know, someone's mom allowed you guys to do that, you know, and I think it is safer for people to allow their, their kids, if they're going to go out and party, let them party. My parents did the same thing in my house. I, I, I'm a big believer in it. I mean, I, I don't want to say what age that, that, that age should be appropriate to each their own, to each their own right? Cause the, every family has different growing levels of, of kids. Some kids grow at a, at a different level. So I, I'm not going to, you know, talk about the age, but, but I certainly do think that, you know, it, it's better to talk in the home. It's better to relate with it's your safer, family like and your say. kids, Yeah, you know, because, rather than the street. Yeah, because it, 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 I, I have, I'm a big believer that if you don't teach your kids, then the homeboy on the block or the homegirl on the block will teach your child. Well, no, that, I, I don't you. tell and, you about and, it. And Somebody I, and else I, and will. And I'll tell you what. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. That person on the block, JoJo on the block, or you know, Sessie on the block, is not going to teach your Diego. child. Is not going <laughs> to teach your t- child. <laughs> Diego's in the back like what do I do yeah, exactly it's a kid like him no but someone on the block is not going to teach your child the same way that you can and express to them explain to them you know the the you know hey you're you're too faded or hey let's not smoke so much or or you right. know be conscious mm-hmm. of what you're doing and I think that's super important in the home because again if, if you, you don't teach them in the home someone else will yeah and yeah. her mom made us breakfast the next day because she knew we were blasted. <laughs> it was so nice. She Eat like brought us trays. <laughs> she brought us trays of like English muffins. It oh. was it was fabulous. Yeah, really? yeah. She was like, "Good morning, <laughs> sunshine." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good morning, princesses. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how it was. Question it was number great. <laughs> question number two of the high five. What is your uh, what is your favorite way to use or smoke cannabis? I'm a flower girl, but I also love to roller skate. I like to be on the move. So I love a joint. I love a pre-roll. Just boom. Just you smoking. go skating on the road and on the beach and all that stuff? Yeah, Venice. I'm a Venice girl. Nice. They built a roller skate plaza across the street from the ro- from the skate park. Oh. So every day there's roller skaters out there and roller skaters love their skates, a smooth surface, a bomb playlist, and a fat J. Dude, nice. I just got me some new tight-ass OP corduroys too. I want to go out there and do <laughs> Dude, it. I just went, so, Bring your corduroys. Bring so them. true statement. Uh, Frankino's daughter just turned 13. 13. She became a teenager. And, you know, it's like the last year or two, I missed her, uh, you know, birthdays. And just because, you know, uh, I've been, I'm, I'm going, I went through a divorce and then uh, he went through a divorce prior to that. And so kind of like the whole family thing just wasn't like as clicking as Falling we had. Apart. Yeah, yeah, everything <laughs> fell apart, y'all. It happens, it happens. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know the feeling. But listen, things are good now. No, <laughs> there was a birthday this year. <laughs> so there was a birthday this year. So she's thirteen, and and uh, they had it at a, uh, at a roller rink, and I was like, oh, this Fun. is so cool. It's so good. I was so yeah, mad was, I missed it. He sent me the invite oh, too, dude, and I should have got. I, I know dude, it was fun. I, right? He reminded me. After, the, the he sent me the invite and then reminded me afterwards. I was doing the backwards like, butterfly on that thing. Whatever they the stretch. Hey, roller skating's fun. It's so fun. Oh, it's it's a good time. It's wholesome fun. Yeah, we all gotta go sometime. I'm down to go to bed. I feel like yeah. Roller skating and uh, uh, bowling, all the old school stuff is, is fun yeah. to do, man. It's good stuff. And circle kissing with a group of friends is fun, too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Question number three with a high five, you guys. <laughs> craziest place you ever used or smoked cannabis? Uh, craziest place? Because I believe in smoking everywhere. <laughs> like, I'm the type of person that I have gotten high before work, like, plenty times, every time. Um, Not when you're a teacher. I... Oh yeah. Also, when I was a teacher, yes. definitely. Oh, all those teachers I think are I got definitely high. With high. some of my teachers, like back in. But the you know what? I, I think the craziest oh, yeah, right. place I did study I'm abroad. Like, I studied abroad oh, in Havana when I was in college. I went for a summer, and it was the most atrocious brown, like gutter weed you've ever seen. But they have weed down there, and I smoked. I smoked some. Where at? Cuba in oh, Havana, right Cuba. Yeah. It was very hard for them to get. Very little. Those joints were very skinny. Those joints were very malnourished, very bony, but I like it. but they still were like very they committed. The they were very committed to smoking weed and getting and getting high like the way that they could, you know. So they have a weed culture down there, um, but it's like very hard to come by and illegal. Question, and very illegal. <laughs> question number four of the high five: What is your go-to munchie after you get high? Oh my god, I love like some fresh fruit. Like I love something citrusy and refreshing. I love fruit and mm. like a sparkling water. Can't wait for pineapple to come back just all juicy yeah. and great. Yes. Not only that, watermelon. the melons are back. Exactly, the watermelon. melons are coming back right now. See, I'm just gonna take some sparkling water and crush up some melon and put it in there. Mm, all the above. Oh, now that's add a little good. vodka a little to lemon. it. No, no, vodka. I'm, I'm sober right now. Are you? Look at me. I don't even drink for 24 years, and I'm about, I have vodka. I'm sounding like you. And like, no, not me. Like, that but sounds I mean, like but me. But it sounds you. great, though. Yeah. Question number five, Mala Munoz, Marihuaneras. You can catch the podcast there, La Torre yes. Radio, everything else. And you can also see her dancing Thursday night in Covina on stage. <laughs> well, she hosting, hosts the hosting. open mic. Yeah, 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 yeah dancing yeah. on the open mic. I mean, <laughs> come on. What are you guys thinking I was talking about, right. Daniel? Pervert. Question number five. Mala, if you could smoke mm -hmm. cannabis with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and, and why? why? Okay, definitely Mae West. Mae West. Mae West. West. Look Fort her up. Day? Look May her up. That's obviously Kanye West's daughter. What happened? No, Mae West. <laughs> <laughs> he might have a child uh, named Mae May West. West. Right? Yeah. It sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, Mae West was around like in the golden age of Hollywood, like in the 20s. And she would write her own screenplays and design her own costumes. And she was a comedic actress. And she was a huge, huge, huge star. And she wrote and starred in all of her own comedic movies. And she made a bunch. And she worked for a long time until she was like an old lady. A lot of gay people love Mae West. She's like an icon in the queer community. Wow. For me, she's she's like one of the first like comedians. And she was like in the 20s and stuff. You I look her that. up. She's very, um, very interesting. Yeah. That's a good like one. That. I like that. Yeah, she's my favorite. I think when I think of like comedy kind of idols, she's one of my, she's up there. Well, for and sure. those back in those days that you catered the gay community were like, you know, so taboo. I mean, back then. 
then, that, you just never did that back then. That was that was tough for people to do back then, and and yeah. I, I applaud people that. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, wow, she did that. I mean, That's it's cool. still hard for women comedians to get their movies made, and she was doing it back then. She was known for her very sharp one-liners, and it was all very like a lot of sexual innuendo, but her writing was very sharp. So what I like about her is, you know, she wasn't just like making silly faces. She was writing for herself. I love you know? that women are making such a big splash nowadays. Like even the women's basketball that was just gone on there. Oh, yeah. LSU yeah. Hell yeah. Women's movies. I watched on TNT randomly this past weekend. Bridesmaids that just had me dying. And I told my daughter as they did the poop scene that was on. So good. I go, I go babe, <laughs> when you get older, because my wife and I were dying laughing. I go, when you get older, really, I believe that this scene will still be funny to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, a- this is going to be a scene well, those women ones movie always that, works dude it's a mm-hmm. movie that's like classic great women funny mm-hmm. and i just randomly watched it this weekend and i was telling my daughter like women produced this movie women starred in this movie this was all women's big featured cast yeah I go, this is one of these great women movies ironically i just had that conversation with my daughter this weekend so that's a cool cool comment to make yeah i love it yeah wi- women pretty cool where'd you get that next time i mean that thing's hot my um my kerchief my ascot this is just like a little scarf i've been big into scarves recently it like low-key matches the, neck. the whole building i love that i Kinda mean does. you know it's it a does. green space it's a green it's fit the green the purple the like the the the, the, the orange the, the white all the same colors as our whole building she walked in like i matched the whole building yeah it's almost did like i planned that? that i did i did i sent <laughs> you some pictures and i said Mala, make sure you flow with the building flow with the building now, listen, anything that we uh, didn't talk about that you want to bring up, Mala, before we let you get on out here? It's been awesome. Man, um, you know, I guess just where to follow me. Uh, I could just plug my socials please and do, stuff. Do. So I'm at, at Mala underscore Munoz on all platforms. You can also visit our website, locatoraradio.com. And Marihuanera Podcast for Pothead Season 3 is dropping 420 everywhere. So subscribe nice. and come to Jokes and Togues the last Saturday of each month nice. in West Hollywood. Oh, man. Bam. Thank you so much. Well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this. If no one else loves you, we do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.